Welcome to the OC. My name is Phil, and this is my co-host Corey. And together, Howdy. we are the Podcast Ordered Chaos. And what are we talking about today, Corey? Oh, we got a good one, Phil. I mean, it's—I don't know how we're going to top Sasquatch, but uh, we're going to try. It's going to be tough. Out with the old, in with the new world new, order. New Ooh, oh. scary stuff, kids. It's a—it's a big—it's a, big, a big topic. Oh, it's totally more than just an hour podcast kind of topic, but we're going to stumble through it. Yeah. And, and there's so much reading. I've got a lot of just stuff. So for everybody out there, this is the history lesson. Uh, We're going to try and touch on some stuff, That's right. but dates don't expect a lot of them. Uh, More broad strokes, more general discussion. The whole point of the podcast, generally, I see it as sort of imagine, you know, you're sitting with your buds in the bar, having a chat about whatever. Right. Okay. Talking about the craziness stuff. That's right. And so, and typically during editing, if I say something or you say something that's absolutely absurd, I will typically correct that. And how do we have any episodes <laughs> at all? <laughs> you haven't had to do that. Yeah, I've had a few where I've had to put in disclaimers. Dates <laughs> <Disc>, usually. <laughs> disclaimers. Oh, oops, I made a mistake. Hey, aren't you glad what? this isn't live? Yeah. Well. It is live for us. But... Okay, it's live right now, but the oh, idea yeah. is well, like yeah. we actually get to edit. So this whole thing, we could edit and you know fix. You were telling me earlier. So really, we should do a podcast about making a podcast because that would be a million dollar idea. Well, we're learning as we go, right? We're also learning. So this True. is our third, our third episode. It's a big yep. one. Um, so yeah, where do you want to start? At the beginning? Th- but what is the beginning, right? So right. in this case. What I want to do is, Phil, if I say New World Order, what does that mean to you? Well, when you mentioned it to me, I've never really put a lot of thought into it. And uh, so when I, my, at first, I was like the wrestling group, New World Order, you know, like Ric Flair. I kept getting what? a band confused called uh, New Order. I, oh. I, like, I, I remember, I think it was a rap band or something. I kept saying, yeah. isn't that a rap band? It's like, no, New Order, I think, is a rap band. I don't like, think New World Order is... I think like a wrestling group. Yeah, are these guys CIA and they just they pose as as wrestlers or is the Mountie? Is of... he really a Mountie? I don't know. That one there, him. Look at him gone away. Um, yeah. So, but 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 I get it. New World Order, you know, and and I think that's the biggest topic that we're faced with for the last hundred years, right? Is is the government controlling everything we do? Is there some sort of higher power in politics and in the world that is you know pulling the puppet strings so that's that's the funny thing like Like, when you talk about like that let's step back into antiquity right let's go back to mesopotamia greece guess what there were guys in charge that were going off pulling the strings and getting people to do dance right so this whole new world order thing it's funny it's like it looks an awful lot like the old world order except on a bigger scale well yeah and then i read so history as far back as i could find was that egyptians okay so there is these uh, elite level of egyptian people right and the pharaoh he had these people that could kind of predict winter solstice like they were they were predicting all sorts of you know things winter would start at this time crops would start okay these are very the flooding of the nile that sort of thing like the whole idea that they were able to pay attention and say wait a second yeah exactly the alluvial river when's it the Nile's alluvial, so it floods every year. But he knew these things, and and so he didn't tell the the regular Joes. He was like, 
the rivers go <laughs> did you know the pharaohs apparently his sole job was to make sure the sun rose every morning raw yeah. make sure the sun rose. that's his job that's every job. day the sun rose rose and the days day. it wasn't this is where he talked to his people so it's not going to rise today all right i'm going to say i'm not going to let it rise today it. yeah well this this Eclipse. is it that's that's right it's like you know do as they say not as they do i don't know they're, they're anyway that's that's as far back as i read i mean i think you probably are more well versed in masons and and sort of the illuminati side of things that are that's the more interesting side of it so the problem with the egyptians is the egyptians are more better known for how we remember them than what they actually did uh, yeah. i'm taking a so uh, the great courses they've got a course in uh, the foundations of western civilization and they go back and that was one of the lines they used they said if you look at the stuff that the Egyptians actually did, I mean, pyramids mm. are great and all, but really they're remembered for how they're remembered versus what they actually accomplished and did. Yeah. Because everything they did, the Greeks had done. Like there were other areas that had done this. I mean, not the pyramids, but right. the whole idea that uh, the religion, et cetera, the caste structure, you know, mm -hmm. the ziggurats all over the place, which again was done by the Persians before the whole right. home of the gods. Right. 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 Yep. The Illuminati and the Masons, those are more the interesting nearer term ones because yeah. Jesus, let's see, everything like Egyptians and Greece, that's all kind of BC, right? So our records are kind of spotty on that. Yeah, well, of course, yeah. And I, and I think as long as there's somebody in power, which there has been in every culture, uh, you're going to have, you know, people saying they are controlling us. They have all the good food. They have running water. Look Boy, at Rome, right? You know, Rome before... Yeah, all those, all the peasants, they're shitting in the streets, and you know they've got toilets, man. <laughs> like, yeah, bread and circuses, my account. friend. That's how you keep the people happy. Bread well, and circuses. This is, well, this is well, that's it, right? So you you have some gladiators who kill each other, and you know get them drunk. Hey, everyone's cool. So when you look at the whole idea of world orders. Mm -hmm. what are world order so you go back when the you know when the persians controlled everything right when the romans controlled yeah. everything uh, china's had like yeah. five or six civilization collapse right cool. like they well, yeah the dynasties right yeah. the, the exactly dynasties. right yeah and and i think that you know we're seeing you know you see very strong countries a lot look at iran i mean that was persia right so you you know and now they're you know rifling over nuclear weapons exactly right <laughs> so the whole idea of a world order it depends yeah. on your size of your world so up until they figured out there's another continent over there that we haven't been to the world was eurasia yeah right and I, and I think now um you know the world was conquered by war and now i think it's conquered by amazon and facebook and twitter i mean seriously See now you're getting now you're getting into a future episode of the corporate dystopias like this is well, where this we're talking is, like Shadowrun we're talking cyberpunk we're talking where the corporations yeah but they, they don't own they own everything yeah so you know but they like, but they're not a country right so you, you already see that now where so, Amazon yeah. is it Amazon or Apple that who's the one that set up in Ireland because they got favorable tax rates oh I, I want to say Apple they did this weird tax inversion thing where they're like Apple. or maybe it's Google okay. I'd have to look into I'll have to make a note to look into yeah. that. I mean, we can get into this a little further about some because down the way we can talk about some of these corporations because it's it's strange how 
you know, there's all these meetings and places and, and things that don't get seen and talked about, but let's, let's keep going. We're, we're, we're in the kind of the infancy here of, I think shit started to really get real when you had like the Freemasons and the, you know, they start what's early 1700s. That was sort of like their, that was kind of their heyday where they were really they taking out, up as a I secret mean, society. And right. Right. What well, were you the elite, right? Like we're, they were the guys like they uh what's the other one skull and crossbones that's like the bushes. So, skull and, so that's so that was more of a after the foundation of the, so if somebody had to say what the new world order kind of started off as it sort of starts happening around the fact that the u.s became a country uh yeah well yeah it does because you start to see that idea like you look at the found you look at a lot of the ideals right so yeah, you had the old sure. world order which was you know your great powers in europe uh britain france germany yeah actually you know and i don't know that, that i don't know if in the 1700s they were really that much of a power it was more like austria germany hungary like a yeah. bunch of them russia i mean that was your old world order and then you had the u.s show up as a new world power well it took time right and oh, they wait. when they well they obviously they said fuck you to england and <laughs> You guys need to get out of here. We're, we're colonizing and we don't want to be ruled by you. Um, so really, the UK should have been the supreme world power, world order, if they hadn't had, by the way, a massive annexation of... Well, they, were, they were the world order in terms of, you know, naval capacity. They were, you know, they were just... They were everywhere. Look at I look at Spain South was Africa. Also about that time. I think Spain like, was also big at that time, too. Like they Spain, were... Well, or, yeah, they, Spain... Well, they yeah. were more explorers, and but look at uh, England with you know the Boer War and, and uh -huh. uh, you know down in the Africa, and I mean they were everywhere. They but were everybody murdered. was into colonization at that point, right? So when you well, think yeah, about yeah, yeah, India, like India was run by and and you know like Hong open, Kong, Hong China, like you know like they were yeah. invasions everywhere. So you kind of go, oh yeah, the British left their mark, you know. And here we are in Canada. And know. I do think of when I think of stonemasons, I admit I do think of more like English Scottish. Like that's where I, I tend yeah. to. Now I don't think it was lim I don't believe it was specifically limited to them. Uh let me see. What do my notes say? Yeah, yeah it's I, at, but it, it rose in Britain. So it started in Britain and sure. you had the elites join up. I don't think a lot of them were actually stonemasons, funny enough. Um, I'm sure a lot of them never worked a day in their life with their hands. Unless it was nope. choking somebody. Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Uh, but but I think that now it, it's, you know, I, I know people that are, are Masons and they don't talk about it. I mean, it's their, it's maybe their little piece of their life that's private and, you know, they want to keep that for themselves. And do I think they're doing anything nefarious? No. I, I think it's just, a, you know, an old boys club and they do whatever they do and well, I, I'm sure as you advance to the inner circle, and that's that's where a lot of these New World Order conspiracies start to come together. Mm -hmm. And to say conspiracy is probably not the right term. These New World Order theories come together is that you have an inner circle. So we have the rest of us outside and this inner elite that make mm -hmm. the decision of, you know, okay, now we're going to set the price of grain. Yeah, and, and not only that, the Masons are very public. They donate money. They help the needy and the misfortune. You said the Shriners are actually high-ranking. The Shriners, members, is, right? Like they're. Well, I didn't say Illuminati. <laughs> Anyone out there listening? <laughs> no time did I say the Illuminati. We're Shriners. 
no, the Shriners are, uh, yeah, they, they're like another, the, the upper echelon of, of the Masons, from my understanding. And anyone who's a, a Mason who would like to leave a, a message and tell me otherwise, that's fine. But, uh, it is a secret society, so uh, maybe it's I'm like wrong. Like I don't the know. Worst kept secret. It's the, like one of the worst kept secret societies, right? It's been out there. I mean, didn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's been around forever. Well, 1700s. I mean, but. 1700s, uh, like 16. So funny enough, we talked. All over people, the world. And it spread, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So um, they factor, they factor into to a lot of them simply because anytime you have a secretive group, right? Well, because you'd think a secretive cabal that rules the world would do a better job of being secretive. That's the word. That's the word they all use. Cabal. It sounds it sounds almost like sinister. But, okay. Uh, so so with yeah. that, a new world order traditionally is considered to be a totalitarian dystopia. Right? Generally speaking, uh, from what I read, it it can be it can be a number of things. Uh with with dystopia or utopia we talked about well, so so i was, I was going to get to that because one you know. man's utopia is another man's dystopia so a yeah. communist utopia is a right. capitalist dystopia right so right. it's it's that yeah, whole it's idea day. it's a bad <laughs> it's day to bad, be capitalist <laughs> it's a bad day to be capitalist and likewise if you're if you're big into socialism right and you have a free market economy you know where essentially the corporations run everything that's right you're probably yeah. not super happy with that one but the capitalists yeah. would be Right. Um, what I read too was that, you know, it would require a huge amount of people to no longer be on the earth. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like a good, be a lot more dead than alive that, in order for this to work. Right. So, so some of the theories we'll touch on get into that where uh, the events that have happened. So World that's War right. I, World War II, their population Didn't kill enough people. And I believe in our COVID conspiracy, I said, this is not killing anywhere near enough people to be a conspiracy. To, to be, yeah, or again, or it's yeah. just poorly done, right? Who knows? Yeah, so you, you'd be looking at over two thirds of the population of the world to be the Some, Like really? Like yeah. we're talking like, what is it? Eight billion people now? Yeah, you'd, you'd want two billillion people and that would be pretty much, yeah, thinning the wow. herd. That's some uh, of the stuff that I read. Once again, you take that with a grain of salt. I mean, great assault. Yeah. But this is people that theorize that, hey, you know, how would the world sustain itself? How would they like eventually? And that's the other part of this is eventually we will run out of resources for this planet. When and how long it'll take? Does anyone's get? Well, well there's, there's no, clearly there's, an issue with standards of living, right? That if you look sure. at what we need and what we have. So sure. in the West, for example, yeah, we're doing a podcast in a warm house and at 30 below i mean you know obviously you're wearing a toque it's not that warm in your place but yeah well my hair i have very little hair so it, it gets very cold very freezing very quickly um so yeah there's there's a very big difference between the haves and have nots and i think anytime that you you see that there's sometimes becomes a world shift like look at genghis khan like this dude was like you know what? Timogen. Isn't it, wasn't his real name Timogen? No idea. I'm going to call yeah, him. Yeah, I think it, I believe his birth name was Timogen, I believe. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll have to Google that and see. But uh, I mean, that dude took over half of Asia, yeah. more than half. Like he was a, and he was a dude living on the plains, right? Of Mongolia. 
Um, don't piss the wrong people off. That's sort of the well, it's funny you look at that, right? So if you have one guy in charge, mm -hmm. is that a new world order? You have a limited number of people make calling the shots? Check. I don't know. And that I, I have no doubt he did a lot of terrible things to maintain order. I seem oh, to God. remember something about <laughs> giving the offer of you can surrender. And if you do, you can leave. If you choose not to surrender, you're all going to die. We only kill the men if you surrender. <laughs> if you don't, we kill everybody. Uh, yeah, you can join us or die, basically. Yeah. And that's how he, he yeah. And a lot of these people that he over, you know, overcame were oppressed peoples to begin with, right? So you know, there's been a lot of oppression and, and you have 1% of the world or maybe even less that has 99.9% .9 of the wealth. And that goes back to our global economy. Right? So again, back to my previous question, how big does a group have to be to be considered a ruling elite, right? If, yeah. if 1% control 99 or whatever percent of the wealth, well, wait a second, if money makes the world goes round. Well, it used to be who had the bigger stick, right? He who has the biggest stick, you know, rules the playground. Um, now it's he who has the biggest wallet. Rules I, well, the so the, but this is the problem, right? So whenever that is used and somebody decides, well, wait, I can pick up the stick and hit you with it. So all of a sudden it's like, what's your money? So you look at this in areas, uh, rich, like wealthy areas of cities, mm -hmm. sure. right? When stuff goes to hell, they're, they're like, <laughs> exactly. It's like, wait a second. Oh, crap. That, you know, we don't uh -oh. have any sticks. We were relying on money. Can the cops show up? Well, they might be a little exactly. overwhelmed dealing with all the other stuff because you didn't spend your money on sticks. No, you spent your money on yeah. gold-plated toilets. I hate to generalize, but like if you look at Trump and, and you look at what, you know, his following, he has a very high following of working class people that are just working day and night trying to fucking make a living, get their kids to school. I mean, whoever they are. You know, we can all judge them and, and whatever. I don't agree with his politics and I don't agree with his methods. But I mean, these are people that are saying, you know, hey, I'd like a fucking break too. And uh, it'd be nice, right? And that's and, the but problem they, is you got that on both sides though. You've got the other, yeah. the, on the other side, like uh, the- I guess, I'm not saying they deserve the, it. The I'm other just, camp, you have the same thing. Like it, it's funny who right. wants to cast themselves as being the champion of the working man, right? Like it's, yeah. I'm, I'm here because that's the, the bulk of the people. It's, it's like, though, they're ready to fight, you know, and I think that that's, we, we, we deem ourselves as being so civilized. Yeah, we can't, I, have a, I don't, we can't possibly have a civil war, Phil. That's right? impossible. Oh, Everything impossible. will be solved with logic. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah, you saw logic at the Capitol riot, right? So, and that's, that's what I'm getting at, is that when people do get fed up, and you, you have to remember, control is only based on people agreeing to be controlled. So you, you know. So funny you mentioned that in the context of the United States. Up until the Trump getting elected, the everybody kind of saw the U.S. as the world policeman, right? So oh, yeah. we didn't have to worry in Canada. Uh, you know, thirty million, and I think we got like five guys with old, you know, FNs defending our country, right? Like our, our military is is given our landmass and whatnot is not great. I'm I mean, pretty sure we have one frigate. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, our submarines go down. They just don't. Our come military back up. is vastly underfunded. Yeah, and and you know these these people that fight for our country and they go and they they and they do they go. Oh yeah. I mean they they're out there. Do you Mostly remember there was no Muslim. no bulletproof vests when they went to Afghanistan. Do you remember that? I remember that on you're the news. Shot with you're being shot with rifles anyway. Bulletproof vests aren't going to stop a 
And most sure. of those rifles that Afghanistan. But I'll tell you something. Like it would have been nice AKs. if they, you know, we're looking at the Americans who are well outfitted. And here's That's a, right. Iron Man. They show up Iron Man and we show up with right. our, our are, bush those greens. Are, those are our, our boys and girls and our, you know, our people. Yeah. And, 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 and no, not, not to say that's not any different in other, you know, avenues, but you know, but that's we're, my we're point. small, we're small, we're, we're small, small and we don't devote the attention and the money to it that we need to, because well, for the longest time we didn't have to, because uncle Sam, if we needed help, we would say, Hey, uncle Sam, help a brother out. Yeah. And you know, all of a sudden Trump's the first guy who said, yeah, fuck you, Canada. <laughs> we're, we're, no, we're but not, he didn't just out. say fuck you canada he literally said that to the whole world and, well, and it's it's hard to disagree with the idea that if you agree to nato spending and guess what yeah. time gets tough guess what you cut that nato spending because you know well but you have to look at the amounts the americans in comparison to everyone else oh yeah they're, 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 that's their why budget like, is more than like listen, 10 put together you know all he, he was like you need to put four percent of your your gop into into military gdp and, gdp sorry what am i thinking, I'm thinking do you know what gop stands for what no it, it's grand old party it's uh, the term for the republicans the republicans the gop yeah the gop the grand I'm old like, party. i don't know i don't know stop quizzing me Goddamn. i'm not quizzing you it's just i figured it was a teachable <laughs> moment oh okay i learned so much uh but yeah so the you know four percent it doesn't sound like a lot uh but you have a country that's in poverty you know Look. You know, healthcare in Ontario is about forty percent of our budget. It's, it's huge, yeah. It's yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, so, if you're thinking of socialism, healthcare, people, good idea, expensive yeah. idea. It is expensive, I, but I think taking care of your people is important. Sure, and this is where this is where the U.S. and I get in an argument with my buddy Watson all the time about this about the concept of soft power, and mm -hmm. the U.S. because of their large armed their large power base, they can project a lot of soft power to other areas and get them to do what they want and say, hey, you know what. For sure. Could, could we set up a base there? Because, you know... Um, they have bases everywhere. They have bases. And, and if, Literally if, you knew, everywhere. if you knew they were on your side, you'd be like, yeah, sure. Why not? Come on in. But, but think about this back in the... Let's go back to the 1800s. Mm -hmm. France wants to tell Britain, hey, Britain, we'd love to set up a, a garrison on your land of yeah, no, 100,000 troops. Is that okay? Are you cool with that? Because that's an invasion force. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's bases that big you know all over the place we have them here in north bank americans they're everywhere uh remember when we went remember when we, remember when we went did the tour of the sage oh yeah the underground and i worked down there a few a few, a few times i would only ever been down there once so for those who don't know in north bay uh yeah. it's one of the uh norad uh i call it uh what is the the dew line or whatever what, yeah, what's it, what's a, the technical term basically it's one of the stations that they it's norad it's at the eyes and ears basically of the yeah, it's uh, part of the network the, and they've got a big metal cube in a mountain it's awesome yeah it was meant to take on a nuclear strike in the cold war time yeah 1950 uh, a 1950 style that's when it started yeah when it was built it was built yeah it was you know it's the but bomb, man. huge design flaw though yeah Do you remember the design flaw yeah no I, I know exactly what the flaw is so it's it's underneath a lake <laughs> so the mountain the gets problem. atomized and now the yeah. lake comes in and drowns everybody so the yeah it's it's a fucking bad day to be underground yeah, that's right so but you hope it's a near miss yeah. strike not a direct strike yeah the lake was close they, very close like they were parts of the sea which could be an there. episode in of itself i remember my father used to say trout lake they is bottomless which 
I, I always questioned, but I, I think there's been stuff done where they've tried to sound the depth or whatever. I think I the bottom is just so, it's a spring fed lake. It's very cold, even in the middle of summer. And uh, it, my sonar doesn't pick up, like if things are churned up. Okay. Being spring fed, your sonar will give you weird readings, right? It's just because there's so much silt and, and I, I don't know though. Bottomless? Got got to have a bottom somewhere. All right. So just now that we've done the whole thing this way, let's loop back around. What was the first time the term New World Order was coined and by who? This is the second quiz. Oh, the quiz? It's not a quiz, but I mean. Well, the first first time was at World War I was when. The war to end all wars. We would never have another one like it. Oh, yeah. Except for the sequel. The sequel is always better. Because 20 years later, here we are. <laughs> um, yeah, so you had Wilson, President Wilson, Woodrow Wilson. Uh, after the war, he basically said, okay, like we need we need to have some supervisory uh, positions here in the world to, you know, prevent this from happening again. And uh, they created, And it worked. We it the world, world was at peace for... Yeah. It was called the League of Nations. That's right. Not to be confused with the Justice League. Not... True. Or the Superhero League of Hoboken, which, if anybody's interested, is on sale on Steam for $7.84 right now. An Hoboken? old 1990... Uh, 1990 um, Hoboken? Yeah, Hoboken. Superhero League of Hoboken. Seriously, Google it. It's it's on my wish list. It's going to be a picture right here. Yeah, I know. It's going it, it, right to... You can't make this stuff up. No, uh, it'll be right there. Um, yeah, so there were 58 countries that joined um most of them countries that weren't you know germany um or some of the other ones italy yeah mussolini and all those guys weren't very nice uh yeah that was the first time that you know he said look at we need we need someone to take care of the world and exactly the whole idea of a world democracy right so the whole concept of the global village was kind of started to go off at that like to to go up and this is not the first time you've seen this so Mm -hmm. uh, back in ancient greece for example you had city-states and they did the same thing so except instead i mean they weren't countries or were they right the whole idea of the city-states in ancient greece you know your sparta your athens i think thebes was a city-state i can't remember Okay, they would form different agreements, leagues to try and Make sort decisions. out their differences. So they don't kill each other. And and work <clears throat> against an external force too, right? Now, I right. guess if you do the world, it's hard to say what the external force is. Yeah, and, anybody and, who didn't join the league. Right. But, you know, and, and that is all morphed into something else. Something interesting, and I think I told you about this before, but... Um, so when Wilson came up with this idea of the, the league, which was great, um, his own Senate denied them the ability to join the League of Nations. Did you know that? I, so I didn't know that specific part. I yeah. did know that the U.S. was very insular and in that they believed like World War One was a European war. Funny they enough, wanted... they also believed the same thing with World War II, <clears throat> that it was a European war. Like this is not a... That's right. And the, the nations were not, and there's also conspiracies about that, about Pearl Harbor, you know, sure. knowing it was going to happen, allowing it to happen, yeah, but yeah, that'll be for yeah. another, that'll be for another podcast. Yeah, they didn't want to join the war. And, and and the fact is, is that I think they knew that if they, you know, if U, UK was conquered, well, who's next? 
right? And, and it's just a matter of time before they would have to fight, right? But, so the U.S. has always been big proponents of the concept of just war, right? Sure. And the idea being is that they would go off. So they did. Uh, so what was the ship that got sunk by one of the German U-boats? There was a. Oh, the Queen. Was it the Queen Mary? Queen Anne or something Queen like Anne. that? Or yeah. Queen Mary or something like. You're going back. You're making me think now. Okay. I, anyway. <laughs> so what the U.S. was doing was basically they had to put themselves in a place where they could. They, the, the powers that be in the United States knew exactly what you said, that if, if Britain yeah. fell, you know, if France yeah. had fallen, like there was tons, like this was going to be a big problem. Oh, they were but, falling. Oh, they were falling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was America and Russia that won World War II. Yeah. So America actually, no America actually had a lot of uh, material going over there. They were lending money. So really, when you talk about the idea of the yeah. New World Order, it wasn't so much the League of Nations. It was the fact that Europe, who, by the way, was the nation. Because the U.S., when it originally came into World War I, uh, was so antiquated. Like, they had stuff they fought in, like, the, the Spanish War, right? Like, yeah. the, the stuff, the equipment they had was not good stuff. It was not good war material. However, mm -hmm. Europe was in a bad state. For sure. Right? And they went, World War I really hurt them, kind of brought the U.S. up. And then World War II happened, and then it was like... Right. Europe was in such a hurting way. They owed so much money. Now, the states knew, again, that they had to get involved. We're still talking World War One here. So mm -hmm. what they would do is they would ship stuff over, you know, to Britain to help them, to help the yep. island survive. For sure. And they would basically dare the U-boats to sink them. So if the U-boats attacked U.S. Mm -hmm. shipping. Which they did. Which they did, which they did, be, <laughs> which because they, they knew they had to okay. stop it. <laughs> yeah. They they knew they yeah. had to stop it, right? I think economically, though, too, like you're, you know, you're coming out of the, you're coming into this time where the states was just learning who it was, mm -hmm. you know, as a as a manufacturing behemoth. Giant. Well, it became that, but through like, hey, well, we can manufacture tanks, we we can make planes, we can make trolley cars we can make whatever the hell we you need and and they did they helped to facilitate the war right it was a very big boom for for their a huge big no boom. pun intended flowery <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it was a big big uh, influx of of business for them so their economy was you know the roaring 20s yep right yep now mind but, you then you had the great depression that happened in everywhere when everything exploded but yeah. Which, which participated war. World War II again. Which... <laughs> bringing out my Deutschmarks in a wheelbarrow. Uh, <laughs> it was worthless. I know. So that's the problem with anytime, anytime people think, well, what is money? We can just print more of it. Didn't work that way. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't. You devalue your currency that's completely. Right. And that's what happened. And you, you put a people, and I, I mean, I am not justifying Germany in any way, shape, or form. What they did was, as a country, as it agreed upon, World War One or Two. Which one are we talking about? Either. Well, World, World War One. Was, they, so World War One. The history of World War One is a little bit more comp. Like the problem with World yeah. War One is to say who the bad guy was. Yeah, it's See, really hard. World War Two is so much easier. We're like, okay, so I know quite a bit about. Yeah, well, I mean, Hitler came into power because people were starving. They were poor. Because of the Treaty of Versailles, which yeah, completely the, leveled the them, and, and Nuremberg or whatever the hell it was, oh, no, Nuremberg was World War Two. Yeah, that was the, and I think it was the was the, the the trials, the Nuremberg trials. The trials yeah, so yeah. that was after the fact. You're right. Yeah, so Treaty of Versailles. 
but yeah, they made they couldn't they couldn't make a living. They couldn't export. They couldn't do a lot of things, right? So when he said, "Hey, man, you vote me in, we're gonna fuck these people up." So prior to World War One, <laughs> the world order consisted of like the great powers playing yeah. chess with Europe. Yeah, and and U.S. like you said, U.S. really hadn't come into its own yet. No, we were just a colony. Mm-hmm. Like we were essentially Britain. Right, we were one step removed from the prison colony that we're is Australia. Still one step removed in a lot of ways. <sighs> Technically, the Queen can go off and tell us stuff. She is our head of state. We are officially a constitutional monarchy, I think is what we're called. I don't know or the exact parliamentary. Uh... She's on her money. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people are on her money. William King, Mackenzie King's on it on the 50. I think we he fought was on the World 50. War II for the first time as our own country, right? True. So- True. And we earned our, we earned, we earned that. Yeah. We didn't have to say, okay, well, fuck you. But yeah. now but we're that was the saying, old fuck you. That's right. Now we're like, no, only peacekeeping. <laughs> but, yeah. but that was the old world order, which again, sounds an awful lot. Like when you talk about the new world order, a ruling elite. So we got the czar of Russia. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, the prime minister slash king of Britain. Mm-hmm. We got uh, now the French, it was a president, right? The I revolution know. happened 17, 1800s. Revolution, which <laughs> by the way, some of the conspiracy theories say, hey, uh, that was the Illuminati that did that, by the way, which we'll touch on. Mm. Right. And he had this idea that they would parcel up the world, right? So they would go yeah. off and those 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 countries, the leaders of those countries would get together and say, sure. okay, uh, let's stomp over everybody. It was like Hitler promising Poland to like Benito Mussolini, right? Yep. Listen, if you, uh, you know, <laughs> if we do this, and I don't know why he has a French accent. But... <laughs> yeah, I don't know why either. I, I guess he, he, he was an uh, artist, I guess. Yeah. Gets into pool, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So he, he says to Mussolini. Both linguistically and culturally offensive in one go. Well done. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it was the pool. Too far. <laughs> Too far pool. with the pool. <laughs> Everyone gets into pool, okay? <laughs> <laughs> German, I think we are the bad guys. We've got the skulls. I think we're the bad guys, Hans. <laughs> Hans. Oh, can you imagine being a, a German? You're a fighter in their army, and you're like, dude, I don't want to fucking do this. <laughs> like, so, like, so my my wife used to work reception at a retirement home. Okay, okay. and they would have Remembrance Day ceremonies, and one of her coworkers was like, "Well, so and so." She overheard this conversation. Oh, well, what about so and so? Well, he's a veteran. Yeah, he fought on the other side. All oh, right, like it's like oof. Now I'm not saying there was a whole lot of evil motherfuckers out there because there was, and they yes. got what they deserved as far as maybe not enough as far as some people are concerned. However, you know I'm sure there was the guy who was just off the farm, handed yep. his bag and his gun and was told, "Listen, this is what you're gonna go do." And he's like. I- if it's world if war ii he was on crystal it. meth too by the way well, if it was this... world war ii german he was on crystal meth yeah so if you don't do this well you know we'll kill you and your family no big deal. well we don't right. have to no we don't have to kill you and your family you'll be completely ostracized and you'll be socially shamed and uh yeah your basically life will be ruined and then we'll kill and you. since we will kill you <laughs> see there I there we go it's that's the whisper right is that's the, the better yeah that's and since we will kill everything you love okay so and that's the old world order that was yeah, and i say old sure. world like and again it, the, the the world order has changed as the world has changed well i think that's still flexing your 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 violent nature right like yep. 
World War II is the well. Then you, well, you have Korea, you have Vietnam, you have all these other little. Well, areas. so you saw that, right? You saw that where uh, during the Cold War era, so after World War II, you had all these little proxy wars happen, right? Yeah. And some of them were really weird, like the the CIA Bay of Pigs thing, yeah, right, yeah. where they hired mercenaries to go in and take out Castro, which didn't work. That dude was tough, man. That fucking Castro guy. <laughs> and he wouldn't wear a bulletproof vest. He'd be out in public. And they're like, oh, Mr. Castro, you're, you're wearing a bulletproof vest right now. You're, you're afraid. And you'd take his fucking shirt off and be like, you know, <laughs> no. I don't have a lot of... Uh, so if you ever get a anyway. chance, uh, there's some pictures that compare our prime minister to Fidel Castro, where they a say young he's Fidel- our son. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah would be a good, that would be a good picture to put up. Yeah. It's the hair. Yeah. It's the nose. It's the, the jaw. Nose. Like it's because because Trudeau and Fidel Justin's Castro. mom was very close, very close to Fidel. Yeah. So See, and and I did some reading it, and I have the only thing that man seemed to do was really piss off the United States by just not doing what they told him to do. <laughs> it was like a a dad and his kid and he's like ostracized and well so the one of the challenges with fidel is because the cuba was aligned with russia right so the whole um they gave him guns wasn't it, what was it what was it called when they put the nukes there uh oh the cuban missile crisis the cuban missile crisis right yeah. so that was a that was that a was, bad day <laughs> that was a real bad day right so he's gonna it, push it, the button but it's stuff like it's stuff like that where okay you start seeing so at one time the order became you had russia on one side and the u.s on the other and everybody sort of joined teams like you're on team usa or team russia and whoever lived closest to you was sort of like oh completely yeah why why that's right you you, you don't want to be surrounded you don't want to be surrounded by russians and say i'm joining team usa please don't kill me like you know vice versa you know, Russia and China, they've united as a, as a, and you kind of go, wow, okay, that's a, that's a strong force. Um, you know. But like anything, right, it's, the challenge you run into is you're going to do what's in your best interest, right? And that's what all these order conspiracies kind of work into is what is in this country's best interest. So right. if Russia and China formed a super block, right, which I think there's been countless movies and video games and books where they yeah. talk about, you know, we've got uh, like Canada, Mexico, and the U.S. and the U.K. and Netherlands, and you know, France and Germany sort of form the Western Bloc, and then we've got the Eastern right. Bloc. And I don't know what happens to Australia, but I'm pretty sure it's a deadly place. We probably just leave it alone. There's spiders and there's a lot of snakes and a lot of snakes. It's like you know what? Now you're good. Kangaroos, wants man. That place. They're fucking vicious. Yes. They'll kill you. They'll kick the shit out of you. First, they'll kick the shit out of you. Then they'll kill you. Anyway, but I thought I'd put that out there for all you kangaroo lovers. So that kind of captures like the idea that we have had several orders, but the whole idea of the new world order with the League of Nations, this was the idea of the global, the world democracy, right? The whole yeah. idea that we are going, there's going to be a, you know, so many people. I don't and know I'm what the number is. And, and I, I, I'll just be honest. I'm not well-versed in things pretty much World War II, pre-World War II. I'm pretty well-versed in World War II. I mean, it's, so, we, we learn in school. It's sort of the, you know. My sister, I, I really, I'll have to send you it. Uh, she, there's a meme she put up where it's like, basically at age 30, every man either has to really get into World War II or smoking meat. It's a, apparently that's what we all get into. I have had a craving to smoke meat. I'm not going to lie. Seriously? I thought about buying a Bradley. Is that the green egg? 
No. Or is that? No, that's a smoker. It's an electronic okay. smoker. Anyway, okay. back on topic. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. So from there, like 1942, you know, then you have the UN. The UN's formed, right? Now, and don't forget in the UN, what's one of the biggest importantest parts of the UN? And it's got like seven or however members. It's got five and it's their, it's only has five members. The security council. It is the, yeah. And they are the permanent. So you have five permanent people. You've got United States, you've got Russia, China, you've got France. And who's the other one? Britain. Um, oh yeah. Britain. The, well, anybody the, with the nukes, basically anybody with nukes. So I, yeah. I believe the criteria was nukes and there's, there's a, uh, is it one or two extra seats that are uh, like, I so know Canada, they, Trudeau no, was. So then they have 10 seats that are reoccurring every two years. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know this either till today. I was like, okay, well, well the UN, oh my, okay. I knew so, they had a dark council that controls basically everything. So listen to this. Cough, cough, new world order. Cough, cough. They, each of those groups has an opportunity. They can veto yep. any decisions. Anything. All they got to do is like black ball, done. Done. And Russia has used that veto more than anyone else. Yeah. Ever. But everybody so, has used it. So everybody's oh, used I'm it. I'm sure. I'm sure. They they went, okay, let's not look at this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. You can make all the crazy resolutions yeah. you want. Like you, everybody, all these other countries can pass something. We're going to maybe kill some Syrians. Well, no, but the UN was designed look. to stop stuff like that, like that, that yeah, set up in the States yeah. where you had, you know, the US funding the plucky resistance and the Russians funding the plucky resistance. That's not the yeah. resistance. That's the, you know, like it's. Well, all these major powers fund small powers to do their kind of dirty work. proxy. They're pro as proxies. Yeah. You know, like, well, you saw it, you know, the United States funded bin Laden. The Mujahideen. Uh, yeah. Rambo three, actually the original Rambo three was set there. And if you look in the credits, it actually talks about the brave fighters and Mujahideen. Pretty sure they updated that after nine 11. Oh, probably. That's a whole other topic we'll have to cover. Yes. Um, but yeah, so you have the, you know, this world, there is a world order, mm -hmm. you know, and it's big. Like if we get called as UN peacekeepers, our country says, okay, well, we'll go. We're not even a member. I think we're we're one of the founding members, though. Did you know that? So Canada was part of the whole founding of the UN. Okay, we, I, I knew we. I figured we were in it from the get go. Well, we call our well it, at least from our perspective. We're, we're also one of the founders of the common the common criteria agreement. Just in case you're wondering. Yeah, if I knew what that was, I would. Google's your friend, my friend. Well, if you look up here right now, <laughs> you will see this. <laughs> yeah um so anyway the un then in 1944 this other cool thing happened and, and you probably know this it's called Brex brexton woods or Bretton woods sorry it formed basically the world bank oh, okay yeah i didn't know exactly what it was called but yeah okay fair enough yeah the whole idea that that's the so, world bank the uh, the monetary fund like the whole yeah it, yeah that whole Mechanical, and financial. And it's run by the UN. Okay. How convoluted is that? So not only do you have, you know, this group that runs the military aspect of, of the world in terms of like, well, who, could, who whose PP gets slapped for doing whatever. And, but what is slapping? So I don't know, remember. Uh, well, sanctions. So they have, they have ability to not just 
export. I mean, you can say like you can put an embargo on their, their you know, exports, which people have done. North Korea, like I don't even know how they stay alive. Man, they must farm a lot of, of something. Potatoes. <laughs> I, th I think China. I think there's a. They have a good relationship they, with China, and it's well. I wouldn't say it's I, really hard to. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's good or. But anyway, I know, I know and they also control the money, you know, so they control. Well, and what happened was in World War II, people were poor, man. And they said, okay, well, we'll give you money to rebuild your country, you know, and I'm pretty sure that happened in Germany. Like Germany right now in this day and age is a beautiful place. It is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, a friend of mine who is German, I know, crazy. Uh, he's from there and, uh, you know, he, he comes to visit Canada. He visits family here and, um, he like most of the buildings were like level, like most of the towns were level, so everything's new where you have like, you know, things in the United States have been around for hundreds, hundred years, right? Well, everything in, since 1945 is basically brand new in, in Germany. So. Well, again, you had that split between East and West, right? And I think there were three, the Berlin three or four one. areas. Like one was the Americans, one was European, um, and one was Russian. Like I think there were, but it was basically East and West. I, yeah. And then you came, can pull up a graphic and you may see it over here. Yeah. Phil, Phil I'm just showing you. You got to look where I open. Oh, yeah. I, I'll see that. Over here. Right. Uh, so you had that breakdown and they, you're right. A lot of money went into it. Yeah. And a part of it, part of it, funny enough, was to show the other side how awesome they were. And I think Russia lost that one because uh, the uh, what West Germany was basically the good Germany. Well, yeah, East and West. So one was heavily guarded, obviously. Nobody was shot. breaking into it. Nobody was breaking yeah, you, into East you Germany. You weren't trying to get into yeah. I mean, they were doing everything from trying to make air balloons to digging holes uh -huh. into this thing. And, and it was it was a very you know, and a lot of people died trying to get, get the fuck out of there. Um, but then, you know, there was a lot of people. So if you go back to this new world order now, so now you have the UN, which is also controlling, you know, they're not controlling, I shouldn't say controlling. They're monitoring. They're keeping an eye. They're, they are the, don't fuck with us or some bad shit will happen. Only if we can agree, though, that's the problem. So that's that's the idea of the Security Council, because each member that's can right. veto. So when you have a disagreement between the U.S. and, say, Russia, yeah, all it takes is one of them to say no. And It makes you wonder, though, like, you take these South American countries, right? And you kind of go, nobody fucking gives a flying fuck about these people. They're on their own. You know, <laughs> they don't have any representation in, in the, you know, the U.N. They don't have any, you know. Anyway, yeah, they don't have any allies, you know, like they don't have anything. Uh, again, there's the, the, the complex structure of the world. And this is where this is where things get interesting when you start looking at that idea of what the UN can and can't do. Right. Uh, remember the Gulf War? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, for sure. Um, did the UN go in there? Uh, I believe Canada was peacekeeping uh, in the Gulf War. So remember when the U.S. after 9-11 said, we're going in for weapons of mass destruction? Well, yeah. And, and the U.N. was like, well, it's not like I think. They allowed like, it. They allowed they, it. They allowed Afghanistan. I think they allowed Afghanistan, but they didn't allow the follow on Iraq. 
So the Iraq was a yeah. was a was a was a coalition of the willing. It was not a United Nations funded effort. Yeah. I, I believe Afghanistan, and that was the whole shock of Afghanistan, like the 9-11, that yeah. they were able to get the world support to go into Afghanistan. Yeah. And, and well, you have the what are you going to say? You've you've got five, well, I shouldn't say five, you've got four of the largest militaries on the planet. And you're going to tell them no. Like well, any one of them could go in on their own. So the Gulf War was a was a defense of Kuwait against the know. you know the aggression of Iraq, right? And then after 9-11, was it? well was it okay, really? that's a different different podcast, oh, okay. another episode just... in the future, right? <laughs> right. Crazy war theories. <laughs> but in the case, and this was the this comes back to the concept of just war, right? The Afghanistan aspect of the uh, desert storm or 9-11 or whatever it was called. Gulf War Part Two, whatever yeah. that was sanctioned, I believe UN wise. But the now let's continue on to Iraq because the weapons of mass destruction. That was a coalition of the willing, which was completely not UN, so therefore couldn't be anything right. like, like you can't. And you are you going to sanction like the UK and the US? What are you going to do? It's yeah, and yeah. and there's the the term. It's very gray when you're a UN peacekeeper. Because you're not allowed to be on the offensive. You can only retaliate. Shake if... hands with the devil with Romeo Dallaire, right? Where he talks about his stories there with the, uh, that was the Rwandan genocide. Is that what it was? Oh my God, that's, that's a horrible story. And it's just, you hear the about Hutus that. The Hutus and the Tutsis, I believe is the two Tutsis tribes. and the Hutus, yeah. Hutus and the Tutsis. And they, they, yeah, they basically pitted them against each other. We're getting off topic here. Clark. We are, we are. But when we oh, talk about, so when you talk about these orders that are happening, yeah. You've got chess pieces being moved. And the question is, is there a world order? Well, we've got the United Nations and we got a security council. So it sounds well, like we've got- this, There's other things that are going on. Sure. And and I thought the, the builder, you've mentioned this before, the Bilderberger group. Yep. I'll be honest. I didn't know who they were. Oh, I thought you were a big X-Files guy. Like, yeah, yeah. Conspiracies. No, this should no, be totally down Not here. really. Not at all. I'm not okay. really a conspiracy theorist at all. Hmm. So anyway, I did some reading. So in 1954, the Bilderberger Group was was founded, right? And basically, and it still goes today, still happens. 150 of the world's most elite people, the richest of the rich. Wait, just so I'm clear, we have a small group of people. 150. Making decisions and, you know. They are the most powerful, influential government. I mean, you're talking leaders of the world government industry whatever industry whatever in the world zero media right the security is so intense you can't get 100 miles near this fucking thing so who tries to get near it just take a guess what guy alex jones Ta-da! so alex jones <laughs> sent like a crusader for this thing um there's been he has been arrested. I don't know how many times, but the one that so like they he's like I want to see what's going on in here, you know. Anyway, they meet to talk about politics of the world. Uh, nobody really knows anything about what goes on except 150 of the world's elite in a in a giant armed garrison. Maybe just a big sex party. We don't know. Well, was there Jeffrey, is one was of those Jeffrey, too. Was, Jeff, was Jeffrey Epstein there? He could have been. I don't know. You know, you got some guy who, like Epstein, who's providing pleasure to, you know, 
illegally. Have you watched The Boys? No. You, seriously, you haven't watched? You know what? Do you know what The Boys is? Oh, oh the TV show. Yeah, yeah. The I superhero one. I didn't say go watch The Boys like your boys run around. No, The Boys is no. I know Carl Urban, Billy Butcher. Superheroes are jerks. They get up to all sorts of shenanigans. You are totally okay. No. Anyway, season three yeah. is going to focus on. I believe it's called the Herogasm arc in the boys. That's what the, uh-huh. the rumors have been saying. Which is basically all these you know really terrible people get together and have this big massive sex drug party. There is something else like that. I'll get to that because oh. I've got a, I've got a list here. Hold on. <laughs> He's got a list. He's part <laughs> I've got a of list. It. Well, so this build this is legit, and if you people are yep. listening, go and check out what what happens. It, it it'll make you kind of quite like fuck, fuck. And these are like government officials. These are not just like, and they're from all over the world. You've got every representation from powerful places. Check them out. Build a burger group formed in 1954. You have the Trilateral uh, Commission. I have heard of this one, and what it is is a think tank. Once again, was like the brand corporation, the think tank for the world. Um, Basically, it consists of people. It's international. It's formed in 1973, and it's to get together and discuss how we can affect world politics. That sounds like a new world order sort of thing. See, and that and that's a lot of the common threads, right? Yeah. Anytime you have a localized power elite. Yeah. doesn't count right? so i guess who it, remembers it, though just just guess just take a guess some of the members that i'm gonna guess the queen of england bill clinton really the bushes you okay know, george w h whatever w either one both yeah so i mean but it's presidents it's you know which you kind of go oh okay well that makes sense if you're gonna so that back to my previous comment about soft power it, yeah. you, the idea is hard power is when you send your tanks and your bombs and your guns in. Soft power sure. is when you're able to manipulate events to get people yeah. to do what you want for your own national interests. So, like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, what does the president of the United States have to do with, you know, Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon? Like, should there be a, well, you know what I mean? Like, and they're at the same, you know, you know event. You have and, to say to yourself, what is this? And, and oh, yeah, we, we don't talk about it. <laughs> oh, I got well, one I more. Get... Wait, I got one oh, okay, more. Fair I got enough. one more. And this was the most disturbing. So I thought I would save it for last. And it's been around the longest. It's called Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove. Sounds like an underarm deodorant. Or, uh... No, it's a resort. It's an oh, okay. armed resort. It's a resort where you can't get anywhere near this thing. So for two weeks every year, since 1872, 1872, the richest men in the world, there's no real number of how many, get together. Zero women, not a single woman is allowed on the premises, right? These are the most, these are the absolute, you, you're, you are the, uh, this is, you know, presidents this is kings this is but you have to be male some of the things that have leaked out of this thing over the last hundred and some years is that they promote you know nakedness among men and a lot of weirdness but there's also a lot there's not supposed to be any 
you know, networking. Don't understand. Uh, lots so of dudes just... naked. Um, so the Manhattan, it was, it's alleged that the Manhattan Project was actually born of this, this event. Like, this is where it was thought really? of. Really? Yeah. So this sounds so, like, this sounds like something for some housekeeping for a future episode. It, yeah. And it, you know what? It's, it's kind of weird, man. Like, uh, they have weird ceremonies. Apparently they dress in some sort of cult. Secret society-like? Nobody really knows because it, but it, it it's called Bohemian Grove. Okay. And it's a location. You can Google it. I think it's in California. I don't know. Okay. Um, but I, I, I stumbled across and I'm like, what the, what in the fuck is this? I hope you were using a VPN and somebody else's computer yeah. while doing this. No, I don't have anything to hide. Yeah, everybody says that until they do. Yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah, so that was the last one. And then, you know, but these these clicks, these organizations, why, why? Do they need to exist? Well, I think that, you know, we have a world economy and it's controlled by a handful of people. And so it's funny you mentioned that. So originally when we were talking about this, I said, hey, you know what? Let's go to everybody's favorite whipping boy, the Illuminati. So the Illuminati was about uh, 1700, late 1700s in Germany, mm -hmm. right? And basically free thought, secularism, liberalism, republicanism, and gender equality, and essentially against uh, individual states, uh, yeah. you know, so monarchy, individual, like the Church. whole concept of organized religion. Yep. Yeah. Right. For sure. Real free thinkers. Okay. Yeah. They were scientists, they right? Like they were. Well, they were, they were a mix, right? You had a lot of academics, yeah. which is usually what you have in these things, right? It's not yeah. the guy at the beer and pretzel, although you did. And they were the one of the ones that actually poached an awful lot from the Masonic lodges for membership. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now they got crushed. Right. And uh, the Bavarian Illuminati, which is where they started off, uh, they figured they got suppressed to death in about 1785. Right. So uh, not surprisingly, royalty was like, hey, which yeah. what does suppression mean? It means you drove them underground. Like it means they yeah. can't be one of those public secret societies because they're getting crushed. Right. 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 So did they now, get crushed if, or they go underground? See, I don't know much about them. And and when I people say that they didn't exist. You know, like there's no. So they did exist. The question is, did they exist as the invisible puppet masters, or was it like just a club yeah. of a bunch of intellectuals in Bavaria saying, "Hey, maybe, I don't know. maybe there's no divine right to rule. What the hell? Why do I need to do what the church tells me to do? I should be a free thinker." And a lot of the theories come back around to this. And this is where, when you start dealing with the founding of the United States, mm -hmm. right? So you start dissecting like their dollar bill, okay? And I well, uh, that's the there will be an yeah. image here yes okay i've actually got the image i can't show it but phil will put it in when he edits I, 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 right where they break down the dollar bill and they say you know here's the eye and the pyramid that's right uh, this means um what are we saying uh uh 1776 date illuminati formed right like there's a bunch of stuff that they've got in there that you're like but, okay but the founding fathers are from you know the place where all of this took place Right. I think they're from a Bavaria. What's that? Yeah, but the masonry, like I mean, the oh no, no, you're right. Like so, they had oh, a lot. Right. So the, the the whole idea that they decided to, again, again, the whole idea of the one of the things that the Illuminati were pushing. They were free thinkers, right? They believed in liber libertarianism, liberalism, right. right? Liberal liberalism, republicanism. That's well, a word. Basically, the concept of a republic. We'll know in a minute because it'll be, <laughs> it'll be up there. Republicanism, <laughs> but. 
so they had a lot of the same ideas, right? The U.S. Yeah. is currently a republic. It is that's what it is, right? Which is an ancient concept. Back I know from the idea of Greece. Texas is a republic. Well, the U.S. Making... is technically a republic. The U.S. is a yeah. republic, yeah. and the republic for which it stands. I think that's a line no somewhere. Idea. I don't no. know. I don't think it's in a song, but the idea that they were either inspired or were like, it's, it starts to get a little hazy, right? So you right. start seeing that. And when you look at some of the architecture, you had mentioned something about the Denver airport, Phil. I did. And, and that's in itself an entire week of shows. So, shows. Yeah. And I don't have I, good. Like, I'm glad so you say that. They believe that the, the Denver airport is the HQ of, you know, the, the new world order. That is, that's sort of the consensus among the uh, conspiracy. Those in the know. Those in the know or those who talk more than others at parties. Uh, yeah. They seem to be the ones who think that, but, but it's a weird airport for the simple fact it's one in Denver. Two, it's the second largest airport in the world. And then it has a lot of architecture and uh, like, you know, a lot of masonry, mason, a lot of weirdness, a lot of weirdness yeah. that that are that just like you're like that doesn't necessarily that doesn't not fit and artwork yeah. that is very Illuminati, you know, art that, that I don't know. So that's one of the things. And now underneath it is apparently catacombs of like, who knows? There's a lot of secret like levels. They think they're secret levels or levels that most people don't have access to. You know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't not believe that there's a, a fallout bunker design. That think about it. If I'm going to build, if I'm going to build a bunker, it needs to be accessible to people I want to get to. And putting it under an airport seems pretty easy. To you could fly a bunch of planes in. Everybody can go down to the the vault and survive till fallout. Dude, I live five miles away from a bunker that sits four hundred feet underground. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and it's under and, an airbase, right? It's well, no, it's it's on the side of a. It's well, it's yes, kind of a and small you mountain. get to it by the airbase. Like I, I remember, well, there's there's three there's three places you can gain access, yeah, and it's so it's, you can land it's a, a mile. It's a go. you drive a mile, and well, you were you, you yes, went, I yeah. remember the crazy driver who there's literally a foot on yeah. either side of this wall, and they the guy's driving, looking back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very dangerous. Well, and, and there was an accident. I think someone was killed. Two of them came through at the North Portal and the South Portal. And uh, yeah, it was bad. But I mean, you, you, it was top secret, right? Nobody was supposed to know about this place. And then now it's sort of a relic and they're trying to do stuff. And, and that's with a lot of this stuff, right? So you yeah. see in the States, they've got, uh, particularly they're going off and selling off the old missile silos. For sure. We have right? one here. We have the Bomark missile site here. Just sitting there empty. Yeah. for sale i don't think so it's government property you know and, and when diefenbaker the diefenbunker is in ottawa the diefenbunker used to work there yeah when the united states said we don't want you to have nuclear missiles uh i well, don't think they said they want so so there's so there's been a i don't think they ever said we don't want you to have it i oh, think no. it was more like canada's wait, wait. like do we want to go off and maintain because it's not a, like you don't build a nuke and then you're good it's like there's a maintenance aspect and it's like, are we are we really ever going to use these? No, and, and actually we have like the shell of a Bomark missile. Okay. Uh, it's uh, at the overpass, actually. So, um, so coming back around, 
Yeah, back to uh, the Illuminati. So if you look at, let's start at the Illuminati at the end, at the beginning, and then we walk all the way through everything we just meandered through, which is probably horribly confusing for everybody. Sure. You've got the U.S. is founded. You've got a lot of Illuminati sigils. You've got, uh, like, again, you talked about skull and bones. The U.S. is lousy with secret societies, lousy with secret They're not clubs. so secret. Yeah, they're not good at playing like that. Right. Uh, and see, it's not just, yeah, they're secret clubs, but they also have, like, these things like the bohemian grope they're they're from all over the world they're international it's just they're being done in the united states which i think is key so whenever you talk about a new world order it has to be international it's not just so it's easy to say oh it's the u.s pulling the strings well i see so many flaws in this and i and you know my like the new world order do i believe that there's you know the world is being controlled yeah i believe it's through the economy i think it's you know through through the global village concept right we're all yeah. we're all tied together in any country i mean the u.s yeah. wants to levy uh tariffs on china that's going to yeah. affect everything right so it used to be you know in the days of the illuminati way back when or, or whenever that i i take your land and i now have room for more crops mm-hmm. right now it's hey I can put a Walmart on your land and you'll buy, you'll buy your vegetables from me, man. (laughs) Right. So, and I think that's, what's changed in the world. We don't have to kill each other. We just have to make those of us that have richer and those of us who not want to be richer. So one of my favorite quotes, and I don't know who said it, um, apparently most of the time, if you say it's either from the Bible or Shakespeare, you're going to be correct usually, or, but uh, yeah, war yeah. is politics with bloodshed and politics is war without bloodshed. So uh, I don't know how economy economics fit in there. I'm thinking it's more like it's like politics without war and war without politics. Yeah, well, it is a battle, right? Like you have, there's this whole under like underbelly of, of what economy, like you take like Nike or you take any of these companies that get they're a bad global. rap. They're global. They're getting like, you know, like Nike got in trouble for, you know, it's poor work conditions in a, you know, Indonesian where I, I can't remember. Like but, a factory collapsed or something. I, I don't know if that was Nike or somebody else, but it seems. Like well, I know occurs. there's lots of them where, you know, because I can pay you three cents an hour to work. Right. And that's why, like, when you have Trump saying, well, we want to make America great again. Well, you can't build what these people can build for the price that they can build it for. That genie's out of the bottle. When it's cheaper yeah. for me to make, un- un- unless you make it so prohibitively expensive, which, by the way, to do that is not a simple strike a pen and say, we're going to put an 800% tariff no. on this. No, because we have a standard of living, right? That we have to, you know, we have to, we have to live by. So I can't build shoes for you know, minimum wage. It, for me, minimum wage would never work for what, how I live. So it, what no, you're it, seeing with the manufacturing sector is automation, which will be a future episode about why robots are the true new world order. And we'll, you know, machine learning, robots, AI, that all stuff. That'll take us over. I was over just going to say AI. Yeah. Uh, well, but, it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny. Just sorry to interrupt for a sec, but it's yeah, funny yeah. about the AI comment. Um, one of the things that, uh, you know, was the whole idea that, you know, the world will be perfect when kings are philosophers and all philosophers are kings. The concept of b- the benevolent tyrant, the person who truly has your best interest at heart. They yeah. know what you should do. Sounds like our machine overlords. Yeah. Hail the machine. have no feelings. 
like a bunch of sociopathic or psychopaths. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. No. So, so why do we care about the concept of a new world order? So the whole traction of these, you know, let's say the Illuminati from the seven, late 1700s is truly behind, you know, the foundation of the United States, all world wars, all, and they're pulling strings. Why do we care about that versus what? Like what, what, what's the I, I concept think that, that this new world is, order violates? I think this is very North American in a lot of ways. I think that it's very American. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's my freedoms, like Bill Clinton after Sandy Hook elementary school shooting, right? And he said, I want to put some tariffs on guns. And everyone's, they're taking our freedoms away. You know, and it becomes this like, oh, Bill Clinton's now new world order because he wants to take our gun rights away. You know, so it, it becomes this thing where, you know, do you think they talk about uh, new world order in Rwanda? Hmm. I would say it's a, they live on this planet the same as we, how about even China? How about in China, they live a new world order. They, they live a totalitarian. Very, I mean, with they live which a decided I, I, life. <laughs> this is what you'll do. And this is how you'll do it. Um, you know, so I don't believe that you can have one, one group of people. We're too diversified in what we hate. We hate too much. You know, you, well, it's true. You, yeah. you, you can't have people like Palestinians and Israelis on the same side of a new world order because they'll never agree, right? Unless uh, that whole conflict is set up simply as a false flag operation to give us something to distract us from old. the it's puppet too... masters, the puppet masters. Pulling yeah, yeah. But even then the puppet masters die. I, I don't see yeah. it that complicated. I don't, I, I just don't. I, and maybe I'm wrong, you know, because there's some people that really do believe this or probably a lot smarter than me. And, but I just see the world as Catholicism. Well, you would have to beat the church. I mean, really? The church really has. So that's that's a good example you know. of initial. I mean, aside from the Dan Brown's uh, Da Vinci Code and whatever the other one yeah. was, Inferno, I, I think, I, where I, they talk about the secret conspiracy of the church to control. Blah 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 blah. Well, it's not a secret. It's not the church. The church for many many years controlled the vast majority of the the Western world, right? Well, um, or to control or influence. So, and this is where I think the subtle differences come. If you can influence somebody and give them the illusion of choice or influence them and they make the choice you want to make, yeah. are you controlling them? Or because if I tell you to do something and I pull that string and you jump, I'm controlling well, it, you. But if I say, yeah. you know, do you want to be my friend? Because if you want to be my friend, please do this. And if you don't, yeah. I can't promise what will happen to you, but we won't be friends. And yeah, and we'll probably kill you. <laughs> But no, it, but in those days, the king ruled the people and the pope talked to God and the king talked to the pope. Unless you're dealing with Protestantism in this case, the king is God. Protestants came about in, because somebody wanted to divorce a chick. For the 15th like, time or something. He's like, well, yeah, he's like, I'm getting tired of killing these things. So can you just make it so I divorce her? King Henry Eighth, I am, I am. Isn't it him? King Henry VIII. Anyway, he was brought out of, he said, look it. I'm going to go this way. And if you don't like it, we're going to kill every one of you. And the Pope went, 
go with God. <laughs> well, so so that would be an entire episode on its own. That yeah. idea of the church and uh, like it was originally, I think France was big on killing popes, like the uh, oh, yeah. Prince King Philip. You had a if you didn't if you got on his bad side, it was bad. Uh, yeah. So, but I think we all want to control. You know, I want to control my life to some degree of what I do. We want to give order to chaos, right? That's, we want to have we want, yeah, we want so to have that, that order to chaos. Order to chaos. And it's true, you know, you want to be able to like, okay, you want to have some control over your life. Or do some I illusion. Have... So this is where this is where we deal with the concept of perception, right? You want to have the illusion of control. You and I, for example, yeah. both work. Okay. Yeah. And theoretically, yes, I could go off and say, you know what? I'm not going to work this week. I'm just gonna go build a lean-to in the woods. I could you do could. that. You could. I could do that. Well, it has consequences. It has consequences, right? So realistically, can I do it? Uh, maybe not, right? right? So it's a, it's yeah. that idea that, but I have that choice. I can choose to do it. Versus if you don't do this, I'm going to shoot you in the head. Well, it, yeah, you're right. But do I have a choice? Jump or be pushed. Not, you can jump or be pushed, Phil. There's and a I choice. Think that, I think most of us are pretty content the amount the level like in canada okay i'm not going to speak for other countries yeah you know or other people but there you know there's definitely a a poor you know poor middle class and upper but there's class. economic stratification of course in every but even country then, both you and i were poor okay oh, sure. I, neither of us are that now i mean we're doing podcasts right this is, I mean, this is not life has changed drastically true but no we grew up poor we grew up together you know and we saw you know it was a different time Throwing and rocks at each other when rock, rock fights. fights. Your grandfather oh, hated that. That if rock. My kids right ever there. did that now. Oh my god, I <laughs> lose my banana. How did we not lose eyes? Seriously, I don't know. All the things we did, and I just the wrecking yard, the fun in the wrecking yard. Oh my Dumping god, across like car piles, car oh. piles, Corey, <laughs> running across cars that were tipping and anyway. You know, my grandfather used so it's a context here, folks. My grandfather ran a wrecking yard. It was just down the hill from where I lived. And Phil was just up the hill from where I lived. And what my grandfather would do is the cars that were going to be crushed to save space, he would get the old boom truck out and he would stack them up. And by the way, these weren't like neatly stacked. This was like- Dangerous. Yeah, like like ones like this, ones like this. We'd play tag on them. And in jump them. from car pile to car pile. It was awesome. It was, it was like the best thing ever. <laughs> I had a, a lot of- how did we not get tetanus? Seriously, I had so many. I've got, got so many scars from. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, and, and we used to drive the yard cars. We were like twelve years old. We'd walk around with the best. So what we would do is we would go in the backyard. We get a car battery that worked, and we would go and put it in a car, try it. That didn't work. Try it. And then we find one that did start up, and then we'd be booting around the wrecking yard. And yep, my grandfather take caught us. Yeah. We, you, yeah. Anyway, that's another story. Yeah, that's another. That's it's that's, 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 uh, the whole episode. Uh, basically, what do being... you think? Do you think there's a new world order, or do, you, or do you think that you know this is a whole load of malarkey? I think there. I think every nation. I think we're too fragmented for there to be one world order. I do think when you look at your world powers, and this is how it's always been: mm -hmm. the big kid in the schoolyard gets to make the rules until all the other kids get together. And you saw. So this is this is the genesis of the EU, for example. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I've tried to explain this to my wife that the EU is the United States. Mm -hmm. That it's a bunch of Indica because of the powers that you have in the United States. Each state in the US has a hell of a lot more power than the provinces Huge. do in it. 
Yeah, it's completely different. For sure. And in Europe, you have a similar model happening where each state, and there are haves and have not states, yep. right? Yep. They're trying to work together through a parliament, which again, you know, is maybe not the same model as the Republic in the US, but it's it's similar. It's yeah. And this is where they're forming a block, right? Mm -hmm. They're forming the EU so that instead of it being France against the United States, it's the EU, which is France, Germany, used to be UK, not anymore. The UK is going to have to figure out what they're going to do because they're going to have to pick a side. That's right. So and, and you know what? That's it, it's probably overdue. It is. It is. And this is and this is the idea is what is the world order? So when you see that, do you go off and say the United Nations Security Council is the new world order? Right. Well, it sounds like they don't so much make decisions as take turns pissing each other off, like so undermining each other is yeah. what they seem to spend all their time doing. Now, we're outlining all of the negative stuff. But in, in terms of some of the stuff that I was reading, it was, you know, universal health care. Right. Universal uh, wage basically like a, a standard which of solves your problem you were talking about making shoes in india for three cents in an hour right versus the states right if everybody now mind you fyi when you do that everything comes it's an average right okay. so if you take a high I number i didn't say and a low it was number, practical <laughs> you take a high number and a low number they yeah. come down and that's for where sure. we run into problems is our standard of living is that's not right. sustainable speaking of sustainable remember agenda 21 in rio about global well, sustainability it. That plays into this model. But again, if we look at a new world order as being the element of control, actual control, that a secret cabal of people, whether it's a Bilderberger group or a bunch of guys that get together in Bohemian Grove or the Illuminati, whatever, what are they trying to do? What control are they exercising? And uh, if, yeah. right? I think it's the, money. I, I, money. To me, it's always money. I, I, Look at I, the. Do you remember the GameStop? Uh, you probably didn't follow this. The GameStop. You must have seen this. I did see it. No, have, I read you about. Could it. not have missed this, right? Where like a bunch a of redditors. Yeah, Reddit guys bought or made this stock like go through the roof, right? Yeah, and they were so theoretically they were doing it to strike back at the short sellers, right? The hedge funds. Do you know what short selling is? Yeah, you buy it for like nickels and sell it for money, right? Uh, so the way short selling works is basically I borrow it from you. So you're, so your GameStop, oh. I borrow the stock from you or you're whoever owns a bunch of GameStop. I say, I'm going to borrow this from you and I'm going to sell this. And then I'm going to pay you on Thursday, what I owe you. And my hope is that Thursday when is. I owe it to you, it's worth less than what I bought it for. I've been able to sell it for more. Right. Uh, I did yeah. not know that. And that See, so, I, don't, I don't go down into that that area of the no that's not good but, that wouldn't be healthy for me to to do stocks remember popeye wimpy i will gladly you know have a i, I will gladly eat a hamburger today that i will pay you for on tuesday or whatever the line was <laughs> yeah but i will gladly yeah that's, that's right it. so it's that idea of and you're right when you think about what if we wanted to say what the new world order is the new world order is economic based versus political yeah and how new is it and how new is it? I, I, again, old world, you know, out with yeah. the old, in with the new world order. Yeah. I think it's, this goes back to, you know, like the, the booming 20s and people went, wow, this is good. And then shit hit the fan. They went, oh, this isn't good. But we've had the same thing. Remember the uh, uh, dot com bust? Yeah. Dot com blew up the subprime yeah. mortgage houses, housing crisis. Uh, yeah. If you look like, at episode one, we talk a little thing about COVID. Well, look at bailouts. 
the bailouts in the states you know where oh, yeah. these banks were bailed out of bankruptcy and what does funny. that tell you yeah what but, does that tell you they were giving your you? money so they lose your money uh-huh. all your money and not only lose it like they fucking did it in a grandiose way and then they go yeah we're sorry epic epic is the term to you epic. epic is the term to describe yeah. it people lost everything mm-hmm. and these old rich dudes are still going fuck you <laughs> we're we're still old rich dudes and you're still poor so and that's that hasn't changed that idea of a powerful elite telling mm-hmm. all of us poor schlubs what to do that's not new okay yeah, they don't they don't have to do it like the way that you know you don't have to tell someone to do something no you can coerce people and and into trends and things like it happens to me all the time man i didn't have internet i didn't we didn't have any of this shit i have i had a cardinal 14 i had a cardinal 14 4 modem when i went to university that's that was my internet experience like my computers in this house are worth more than the first house that i lived in in redbridge (laughs) yeah likewise right so like you think back and you go wow you know oh i did really great for myself yeah i did i i think i did but the same token i'm uh, i'm like man that's just like that i always want something better i always want something more and if you think of that on a country model right so this is where this Mm -hmm. is where we start having teams form right so any new world order requires a team yeah. Okay. So if you're dealing with the Illuminati, you've got your, you know, your secret club and they all make the decisions. Okay. Right. right. And, but if to be a new world order generally reply requires world buy-in, right? I mean, yeah. to have one country say, and this is the example I used about the United States do all these things. Well, there's competing interests. And again, and someone's going to say no. And someone's going to go, no, nah, I don't want to be. And then they're going to tell everyone else, Hey, guess what America asked me to do. Mm-hmm. right yeah, so but no one's done that well haven't they well, i mean yeah once again in the way that the conspiracy is is drawn out you kind of look at it and go it doesn't make sense but as an economic force and an economic get rich it makes total sense well this is the thing about the whole conspiracy theories regarding new world orders it's that there's a um the unfolding of history rather than social and economic issues. We change over time, we evolve. And the idea with a new world order usually comes down to that that is being forced versus happening organically. Economic systems develop over time. Now, again, back to the GameStop example, that's an example of this massive spike. Same thing with the subprime mortgage crisis, right? Where you had a bunch of really shady, bad decisions being made that and that's why it's funny because when i when i had renewed my mortgage or our mortgage um this was three years ago because we're in a five year they they made you requalify at the highest like so when they look at your income they look at your my wife and i and they go okay do you qualify will you be able to pay this if are you you die what Put some blueberries in my bourbon and thinking that would be a taste sensation. FYI, folks, not a good idea because you, you bite into them and they're literally saturated with bourbon. So it's you, like, that's disgusting. Anyway, it is, it is. It's a horrible idea. I do not recommend it. The internet lies. Just so you know, folks, <laughs> always they lie. Don't you even cannot trust make sangria us. out of bourbon. No, 
I even forget what I was going to. Okay. You're talking about your, you were talking about having to qualify at a higher. Yeah. At a much higher. So I think it was like 5.6 or something. So I know there was the 2% that they were trying to get you to qualify. They said you had to qualify 2% higher than what you got. Which is fine. I mean, that's, I mean, for most people that that's not a big deal, but then there's some people that are just squeaking by to be able to pay their mortgage. And, and you kind of go, Oh, okay. Well, now what happens when the mortgage rate does go up 2%? Now you can't afford to live in your house when the bank gets your house. And that's exactly what happened in the States. Their mortgage went in at super low and all of a sudden these banks all shit the bed and now their mortgage rate went up to like 7% or whatever the number was. Well, was you had, it was hilarious, right? Because you, they basically lent money at such a low level yeah. and convinced a bunch of people who shouldn't have owned houses that they could own a house. For sure. So those people put money into it and then all of a sudden it's default. Oh, Normally yeah. the bank is like, great, I've got all this housing, except everybody was doing it. So you yeah. had the shopping around of debt, right? And again, was that a deliberate manipulation? Who knows? Who knows? Possibly. Who knows? Like I, I think it was a it was a deliberate manipulation at a micro level that had a macro effect, right? And that's where a lot yeah. of these new world order conspiracies come in, is that the US is doing something, they're not doing it to control the world, they're doing what they in their best interest. And every country does that. And the mm-hmm. EU now as an entity right. will probably be trying the same thing, right? Just like Russia is, just like China is. Right. Yeah, and and sometimes though, and I I, I think people just fuck up i think there's a there's a dude that just was there going and made a mistake or somebody or a group of people and they fucked up and they said hey let's lend some people some money you know (laughs) have you ever watched the big short no i haven't either i've uh melissa has a couple i think she's watched it once and i caught parts of it and they were like issuing mortgages to dogs like there was no vetting yeah, uh, there was no yeah. vetting of the people they were issuing money yeah. to whether or not they were like hey i get paid and again this is something i run into at work where when you talk about metrics of performance for sure okay if you say hey i determine your degree of success by the number of mortgages you issue the amount of money you give out it's like so i just gotta it's like it's like brewster's is it brewster's millions what was the one oh, where yeah, he had to Richard give away yeah like, we had to give away he, he had, had to give it no he had to spend what was it like a hundred million to get, or something like that, or 10 yeah, something million crazy, yeah. in a week and to get his like real settlement. And, and he, he can only do, do so much in each. So it's whatever you, so the, one of the yeah. problems you run into in the sub mortgage prime was crisis was an example of this, where they were rewarded for giving mortgages out. So it's in my best interest to give out as many mortgages as possible. And like since that. there's no consequence for things failing for me anyway, I got my bonus. I'm good. Right. Right. If you can't do it, you just so, sell the debt to somebody. I think sometimes we want to always see the evil in things and that, you know, but I think genuinely people fuck up, you know. If you're and, and, so a good a good rule of thumb is always assume incompetence over uh, malicious uh, malice. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm not saying that these people are, you know, that run the financial world are good people, but I think they, they make mistakes. And, but I think know. if you're looking for the new world order, that might be the first place you want to start looking is these. I think it's the that... only place I, I don't, I don't see it being guns. I think we have too many big, big guns. I think the world is a dangerous place. If we start wars with each other. Now you've got nuclear weapons, you've got all sorts of crazy biological yep. warfare. It, it, it's, it's become see where, our previous okay. episode on COVID being a biological COVID. weapon. That's episode right. One. Episode one. And like us and subscribe. 
like us and subscribe, please. There will be red buttons all over the place for you to <laughs> do that. Um, Such a shill. <laughs> that's right. But yeah, I think that, you know, maybe it's not as always as complicated as we, we make things out to be. But I definitely think people want to get, you, you can't, greed is something you can't escape. You can't escape greed. Humans by nature. Am I a greedy person? I, maybe. I like to have things. Do I admit it? Yeah. Would I prefer to be poor? Fuck no. Yeah, see, that's remember, that's the one advantage I, I think both difference. of us have. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the advantages both of us have starting yeah. at a lower class at the start, yeah. like being poor. I tell you, you don't want to be that. And I mean, don't get me wrong, it was fine. And if you were there, yeah. we were okay. But yeah, compare the two. Yeah, you 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 kind of go yeah. Like I remember, you know, my kids have no idea. My kids are, they all have MacBooks and they all have things and stuff that, and I think, man, like we didn't have shit. <laughs> like even if you did, oh, you did, your dad did pretty good with you. My 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 mom and dad tried really hard, and it was sometimes the prioritization was a little funny. Like I had a Super Nintendo, right? Yeah. But but I only got to buy clothes once a year. So did, right? Yeah, and I tell my kids that because my wife is always buying the boy yeah. gap and new jeans and new stuff, uh -huh. and we would get one outfit to go to school. I wouldn't say get one outfit, but I remember it was like, here's a hundred dollars to go buy clothes for the year, yeah. make it work. So yeah, you're not buying blue notes, you know right? What a like, pair of sneakers are right now for a kid, yes, especially the oldest one with a size thirteen foot. Ah, it's insane, man. But and that's the other thing is the price of everything is constantly going up but who's paying these people at the top we are well and this is this is the idea right that these are organic systems and i think every time and again the issues we've talked about with the subprime mortgage rates is when anybody fucks yeah. with the system that's right it blows up right so uh i think it was it john locke who the hell was the one of them was a big i'll have to go off and look at um Lockheed? sorry Lockheed or Lockheed? No, I think it's John Locke. I want to say it's John Locke. So this will be this will be housekeeping for next time, so folks. John Locke is from Lost, the TV show. It's possible. It's the the fellow who went <laughs> off and said, "Here's how economies work." Right. So it's right. it's all fundamental economic theory about supply and demand, et cetera, et cetera. And I think, or libertarians, I might be mixing a bunch of stuff. Those oh. blueberries were very bourbon laden. Just so we're clear. Even your bourbon. Well. There we go. I think that uh, this yeah. is definitely something we need to come back to. Certainly, certainly. And again, the whole new certain world aspects order, of it, you know, certain aspects this, of it, because this is a big yeah. topic. And I think we've touched on it. And I think the consensus is money is the new world order. Money. I think there is a new world order. There's no question. I just think it's not, it's not as uh, sinister. Well, maybe it is a sinister, but it's not, it's not one group. It's, it's a organization of, an organization well it's it's a bunch of yeah it's money everything's it's money and i i, I mean that's we're dealing with systems versus people systems. and i'm not saying ai but it's the whole idea that there are these systems that set up and yeah. you know you can try and do your manipulation if you want but there's a good chance you're just going to break stuff that's right and uh, some of our greatest minds in the world are people that run algorithms for the stock market did you did you know that our, I know you can do machine learning and you can run numbers and data. Numbers and algorithms. I watched a pretty interesting documentary. I can't remember the name of it, but 
just a lot of the great because they're being paid. It's like doctors wanting to be doctors in the states. They make a lot of money. Doctors here in Canada, they make they they do well, but they don't make. Well, that's because it's socialized healthcare, Phil. There's a limit to how much they can make. You're right. Because they can't charge bottomless, right? But that but that's the thing, right? If well, I say you can only charge a hundred thousand dollars or whatever the number is, I have no idea what it is. But if you can only bill OHIP so much, right? Then you know? I've captured I've captured because I've captured earnings, so I don't have to pay you. I got a doctor guy that I know, and he's like, I should have been a dentist. Yeah, no. He's driving a Porsche. And uh, I know. Again, back to the greed, back to the greed discussion, right? right. I could have made more money. Uh, I should have been a dentist. God, dude, those guys, those dentists, they do so well. Okay, so I think yeah. I think we've sort of wrapped up. And again, yeah. this has been pretty rambling. Uh, Illuminati. I think the whole the topic is is rambling you can't not ramble with this it's all over the it is considered the largest conspiracy theory out there there is no other bigger conspiracy theory. maybe aliens i don't know yeah true and speaking maybe, of maybe aliens aliens are the new world order i i have a topic for next week okay good i was gonna get to that i was gonna say oh what's the topic if people Ooh. want us to talk more about new world order by the way shoot us Absolutely. some comments let us know let Suggest. us know instagram facebook twitter we're everywhere website still a work in progress and and yeah. uh, the ssl certificate is a self-signed one so you may have problems you may have to say accept it's probably but it's still us so it's still yeah um but anyway, next week what are we talking about or next time which may be next week which seems to be what it is it is area 51 and roswell new mexico i love this so yeah it is one of my favorite things to kind of delve into and uh yeah i can't wait yeah. Okay. Know. So aliens next time. So that is the well, clickbait. No. no. No, no, Area 51. Sorry. Sorry. We're not talking Area about aliens. Specific. Yeah. Because yeah, there's parts of that. But see, and this this episode could have been Illuminati, which might have been more focused, which maybe we'll do that. Uh again, it's been more of a broad topic sort of yeah. day, but yeah. Hey, we'll focus next time. I like it. All right. Until next time in the OC. I'm Phil and this is Corey. And you have yourself a great evening. Keep your stick on the ice, as Red Green always said. If they don't find you handsome, maybe they'll find you handy. <laughs> Good night, then folks. something about duct tape. Always have a rule. And on that Take note, care, folks. Good night. Mm-hmm.